0: Hello and welcome to the MN Hockey Life Podcast, a podcast dedicated to highlighting and promoting prospects in the state of Minnesota. If you're new to the show, welcome. And we apologize. Money back if you don't like it, right Dave? Yep. Full refund. Not of your time, just the money spent. Yep. Did you watch the tag football game? Uh, No. Super one. Halftime show? No. Well, that ends what I wanted to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! It's kind of unfortunate that we don't uh, talk more because a lot of times the night that we have a podcast that it's just once a week, like something will happen and I want to talk about it. And then by the time a week passes, it's kind of old news. Mm-hmm. And that was the case with um, the fan at the wild stars game that got punched in the face. Did you see it went viral? Yep. The thoughts on it.
1: I was entertained.
0: Yes. Right. Is it wrong?
1: Violence is never the answer, No, it's Michael.
0: never the answer. Sometimes I'll get on those, though. Like if you get on Instagram or Facebook and you start, you know, you see the fight, then all of a sudden that's all you're seeing. You're, and I get, I start scrolling. It's entertaining. A lot of times at games, and you wonder how it gets to that point, obviously alcohol. But if to be in that physical altercation, you're just ruining your own night to let somebody get into your mind and it will, literally will wreck your night instead mm-hmm. of just being like all right this guy's annoying let's put it away but that was so satisfying i wonder how many times i've watched it since that night and you saw the clip that was like on the whatever they have down in texas like the bally sports or it wasn't on our telecast where it was him out in the concourse smiling for the camera showing his mullet hair mhm whatever was that on our telecast as well
1: uh i think it might have been well I think Spitting Chicklets retweeted it, and that's how I saw it.
0: Yeah, that's how I saw it too. So I think it was on the Dallas. You know, it has him in the concourse, and they want to show his silly haircut if people haven't seen this. And so the guy has like a half mullet, bull cut sort of deal. Younger gentleman, mm-hmm. maybe 21. Smaller. Mm-hmm. Had a Ben jersey on. Um, well, anyways, so he gets an altercation during the game. Um Fairly good seats, yep. close to the ice. right? Um, and the, from the camera view, you have the large gentleman, kind of on the side. Don't really see his face. And then the full view, you have the little guy in the Stars jersey, um, yelling, "Come on down here! I'll, 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 I'll beat you up." And then he went to the point where he said something where it way over the line, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy clocked back at a punch going about three miles per hour. Heavy punch though. Mm-hmm. Very slow. Right to the guy's jaw. And it would he got knocked down into the into the seats and got got up and pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. But the part where he gets brought up and pinned onto the seats and I think it's whoever's filming reached his hand down and says, little boy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the guy can't move, and it's you see it in his eyes as he's still yelling. Something, I don't know. I think I have something wrong with me that I take so much pleasure from that, but it was just very, yeah, it, it made my night. Mm-hmm. Um. So do you have a long history of uh, brawling at sporting events? Is I don't. Is it something in your no, past? No, I, 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 I don't. I don't. And so I asked you, have you ever been in an altercation at a game? nothing no nope. i cuz i've had a couple close calls one was at whatever they call it now it was the new Comiskey. when i i think it's us cellular and i don't know it's probably something else now but uh we went down there for a game and i it was big circle me bert at the time mm-hmm. uh, i did a square me bert sign i went to that level sometimes bringing sign, signs to games um just and, a couple of years ago correct yeah <laughs> And we were, you know, we were minding our own business because we, we know the rules. We still wore our twin stuff, la, la, la. Um, but they weren't having it, some people behind us, and it wasn't a full stadium. It was pretty empty. Um, we kept on here, but we just ignored it. You know, we weren't even cheering at runs. We knew. We knew where we were. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at one point, they said something, and we kind of just looked back, and here comes the beer, tossed the beer at us got out of the way all over a old couple in front of us, doused them. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. And they got mad at us. They were yelling at us. So that was one. Um, wife got on a, uh, a kick and uh, started uh, getting into Pittsburgh Penguin fan face at the XL Energy Center. Someone jaw jacking the whole time. I mean, the whole crowd was there. That's when we had season tickets, and it was three periods of hearing how good the Pittsburgh Penguins is. This was, like, 2004 when they were horrible. Mm-hmm. Wild comeback from, like, two or three goals down a win. That guy had to take it from the whole section. But, yeah, I went to that level a few times as far as being a, being the fan, that fan, mm-hmm. not, not, not getting in other people's faces or anything like that. But I had a sign where you could change out the name on top, and it was, like, a... It yeah, made out of cardboard, but I put lace on it. And I, well, my wife did, a girlfriend at the time. Um, and the, it started in the playoffs, 2003, and it said, Kluche wears panties, Vancouver uh, Canucks goalie. And I'd go early the game and I'd hold it up on the boards and really getting in his head. I was doing my part, all right? Mm-hmm. I was young. I was young, all right? Um, so then – Oh, I thought I had it there. Got in the pay I, I'm helping the team. Um so I switched it out for uh Ronick, Jeremy Ronick. Ronick made some announcement that he wasn't going to play for Team USA if A and B doesn't happen. Um I liked Jeremy Ronick and so I went behind the players bench at the XL and held it up on the glass. Mm-hmm. And Ronick came over to do those leg stretches they do at the boards and he looked at it. And he laughed and he looked at me and he goes, how do you know? <laughs> so, I just kind of put it down and I like him more ever since. He just took it and just laughed at it. And, yeah. when I was like, oh. But no, never that uh, to that ec- extent of, of ruining my evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, let's talk maybe some, some stick. We have some rankings. I'm going to go over if I was in charge of the National Team Development Program, which Minnesotans I'm inviting to camp. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a a Zoom or Google meeting, whatever it is, uh, tonight on Neutral Zone. We're talking 2007s for USHL draft and players for National Team Development Program, um, who we like, who, uh, you know, ratings, rankings. Mm -hmm. So when I was doing that, you kind of go through arguments you have, for players you like, things that should be looked at, and so we'll talk about some of those. Um, we'll also talk uh, some playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Who would you want to talk about, Dave? Player? Uh, Gavin Girdler. And you got to see him this week, correct? Yep. Talk a little bit about him, and, uh, yeah, we'll see where it takes us. Usually we promise stuff we're going to talk about, and then we go off a totally different direction. So we'll see if we get to it. Stay on task? Just stay on task, right? Right? Very difficult. I have notes tonight. Good. I I brought a computer. I have notes. So um, rankings, we'll start off with Class AA. Um, One, Minnetonka, they're 21-2, 12 in a row. They score 4.61 goals a game and only allow one. Slightly Mm -hmm. over. So they have a pretty nice spread there. Um. They're playing well. They're on. It's sometimes I question. People talk about this: Are they playing too well, and do they need that uh, humbling loss before we hit sections? I mean, it's kind of past that point, right? Because if they lose now, then they start doubting themselves. <laughs> Come playoff time, or doesn't matter, Dave. You're giving me a dirty look. I don't think it matters for that team. No, no it doesn't. Right, um, Edina, uh, Korkowski's playing well. Really confident. Which mm-hmm. is key for him. He's a big goal, tender moves well. And if he's confident as well, he's gonna be tough to beat. Um have not lost a game since November, if you take out the losses to uh, uh Minnetonka. Mm-hmm. Which is a common theme with these top ten teams. Like, wow, they're really on a quite a kick if you take out the Minnetonka games. Mm-hmm. Um and I look at that Edina and well they start the 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 season without nevers. How many games was that? Do you recall? Wasn't that many. It wasn't you, that many, but you don't know the lingering effects as well. Maybe four or six games, something like that. Yeah. If even right. Yeah. Four. four sounds more, three, four. Um, But we're also looking before the season, you know, a top pairing defense, Matt Molman. Yep. Who you don't hear much of the loss of him, but that's, Wow. I mean, he'd be on their top pair eating a bunch of minutes. One of the, you know, USHL draft pick. Got hurt during a Blades U16 game last fall at the showcase. I don't know if it was if it was career ending, but it had to do with the neck back. Mm-hmm. And Edina's doing it without him as well. So, you know, if it's one team that can withstand that, is it, is it Edina program? Um, Number three, Wyzetta. Number four, um, St. Thomas. A little high. Yeah. Uh, I really like how that young defensive group is uh, coming along. And we knew that after they get some games left their belt, things are going to be smooth for them. And then they have the goaltending tandem that's probably one of the best in the state. So they're going to be tough to beat. Good coaching. All the things you want in
2: playoffs. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh And over five. Uh, of course, it's all about the big three carrying them. And they have other pieces. It's not always fair to say that they mm-hmm. have a couple of nice defensemen as well. Uh, Maple Grove six, Shanhassen, seven. Still only have three losses. The Gentry thing was a, is a pretty bad blemish, I guess, but still a decent team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they beat Benild last night. Yeah, took care of them. Yeah. Now Benild, I think a couple of weeks ago, I think I added like three or four, or whatever. Because they're on such a, a a heater, and now you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Every time I check their box scores, it, it it's confusing. I haven't been to a game that's been of theirs that's been that confusing, but yeah, like wh- what what happened? I don't understand. Um, Duluth East, they have not lost since December tenth non minnetonka Mm -hmm. So they're on quite a tear. Um, Nine, Lakeville South. Uh, We've talked about them quite a bit. Um, Ten, Moorhead. Six straight wins. Kai Weigel playing insane. Mm -hmm. He's been lights out, and he can do that. So he's doing it at the right time. If they can find some secondary scoring, golden. Thoughts, Dave? Anybody... I'm missing, in your opinion. Perfect.
1: No, I guess maybe I'd tweak the order a little bit. I guess the team I didn't hear you say was Rogers.
0: Did I, I skipped over him. No, I didn't. I le- There's another guy <laughs> left off. Yeah. I I had him right on the bubble. I was going to put him in the Lakesville South more head range, and it mm-hmm. felt like it was more out of necessity. Because I've had them, I had them at number one, and then held by them. But they've had some. And they just lost uh, Stillwater, yeah, two zip, and that was the the final where they're outside the top ten. Mm-hmm. But that, but still, really excited for that Maple Grove game if it happens.
1: And then, are you a week or two late on putting Duluth East in the top ten?
0: It is. I just I said it. But I, are yeah. you a week or two late on them? Oh, yeah, probably. That's all right. I'm not a guru at at rankings.
1: Are they heating up at the right time?
0: Yeah, they are. What haven't lost since December 10th, non Minnetonka.
1: So you're saying the parents were right in getting rid of Mike Randolph? Is that what you're saying?
0: Well Just asking. Best coach in the state. Right? I don't know. We'll see. The Cloquet game, what was it, 6-4? There was another Champlain. Champlain Park was a goal game, right? That's a good Champlain Park team, though. Mm-hmm. We'll know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That's it's making for exciting hockey, right? Yep. Um, And, of course, that 11 to 20 ranges. I guess White Bear Lake could be near the top of that. Mm-hmm. So Rogers, White Bear Lake, Centennial. Some of the more inconsistent teams. Um. On to Class A, or you want to continue to talk? Uh, Hermantown. War Road 1, obviously. Hermantown 2. Okay, yep. It hasn't changed much. This is from Class A guy. Mm-hmm. Um. I-3. Orin-04. Um. They had that score last week. I can't remember who it was. too. They got beat like eight to two. Mm-hmm. Chanhassen, maybe they're down six nothing after one. But here the whole. I looked at the. I didn't see many names that I recognized. Mm-hmm. An illness or something like that. Um, Grand Forks five, Northfield six, Little Falls seven. Rockridge eight, Providence Academy nine, and Delano ten. Hibbins in there, Duluth Denfeld, Detroit Lakes, all up in the mix. Mm-hmm. So, it it's I mean, could it be a perfect season for a War Road? Could be. I mean, you're looking at where you have Mr. Hockey, state championship, and then you you know you look at the Minnesotans. There are now. 54 Minnesotans that have skated uh, in the NHL this year. And out of those 54, and this isn't including, like, um, we want to take credit for these guys, but, like, T.J. Oshie and um, Jake Gensel and basically, well, I feel like Gensel played most of his development here. Mm-hmm. But to take credit for Minnesota born you can't. Um, not counting this, those guys. So 54 Minnesotans. And who who leads all Minnesotans in scoring?
1: No clue. Brock Nelson.
0: The crier?
2: Yeah. That's
0: low. Yeah, Brock Nelson leads all Minnesotans in scoring. Um, of the 54, which we talked a little bit last week, Five goalies in the NHL from the state this year. Uh, Alex Lyon. Mm-hmm. Do you remember where he's from? Is it Lake of the Woods? Yes. at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Incredible. Good job. Um, Lindgren, Ottinger, Stauber, Jackson mm-hmm. Stauber, who's playing great, uh, Stalock. So those are the five goalies. And then two others that have received NHL paychecks this year. Hunter Shepard, Zane McIntyre both sat numerous times for being a backup. Mm-hmm. So pretty impressive. Like we talked about last week, having two goalies with with D1 scholarships playing high school hockey, um, a lot of success in the USHL. I know Anton Castro's up there in goals against average near the top in USHL. Um, Ethan uh, Dahlmeyer. Former Lakeville South, he's doing really well um, for St. Cloud Norseman and the, and the AHL. So, yeah, it's a good time for the for the goaltenders here in the state. Is there um, maybe breaking the stereotype a little bit? I think so. That uh, Minnesota goalies can't cut it? Um, we'll move on. So, like I talked about, 07s all year, right? And this will be the the case next year with 08s and everything else it's the it's the important year um well they're all important, but as far as where your rights are held a lot of times or where you'll be playing in the future uh comes down to this whole seven year phase one of the draft u um, s h l draft and then national team development program for the freaks of nature that are unbelievable at hockey mm-hmm. um so e- there's usually around, and I and I was gonna check up the numbers. My guy didn't get me the numbers in time, Dave. It's anywhere from like usually seven to nine, sometimes more that get invited to the national team development camp. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the process of making of a list of eleven. Have some questions I have to figure out in the next few hours to, on the last few players but uh, but I'll give a few I'll give a few of who I have and uh, you can be you can be boss guy thumbs up thumbs down if you have any questions oh by the way time about getting off topic um, I took some pictures this week really I brought the camera to the University of st Thomas game how was it it was good. I got right up on the glass, shot some pictures. I shot you a a text saying that you never got back to me, or maybe the next day. Uh, where to stand? I was kind of all over the the back. Of where to get the premium premium pictures when you're out on the glass? But it was fun. But it, it kind of hard to t- to see what's going on. Or to get a feel for the game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the pictures were questionable. I thought some of them were good. They looked bright enough. And then I I changed them. All, and it, it, I had to do some uh, technical work. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. It's
1: fun to get. So when are we going to see some of these? Uh, I
0: did. I tweeted one. Did you? Yeah. Do I not follow you on Twitter? <laughs> I I, th- I did on the St. Thomas account. Ernese had a a couple Gs. And so I got a picture of him scoring his first goal. I was right there. The lens, too big of a lens. If I had a smaller lens, I would have been able to see that he was actually shooting into a goal and not shooting it into a corner. But it's still exciting. Got it. Isn't the lens you use adjustable? Hey, I'm not getting into all those. I just can't. If I, you gave that camera to me just as is, I'm not touching one dial. Because as soon as I start touching stuff, it's done. And I'm taking pictures. and No, but it was fun for a change of getting close to the action instead of being. Question. Did you or did you not start taking hockey pictures
1: before me? I did. Yeah. A skill that you haven't kept up with? Shouldn't I be asking you questions? I, I think so. Aren't you the hockey expert? Do
0: you do you remember some of those pictures that you took? Yeah, they were brutal. They were pretty dark. But in my defense back in what two thousand seven or eight, anything of a pitcher on the internet at that time was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh it was like Will Cox and in, in, in for South St. Paul, I remember taking some pictures of him. And um actually in the same spot, St. Thomas Arena, where they're playing St. Thomas, same spot I was. Um But there was one that wasn't wasn't blurry. That was my that was my that was like the front page of my website back then. Mm. <laughs> Any anywho, yeah. So that it was it was fun to take pictures, um. And thanks to University of Saint Thomas for getting us in there this year. Yep, it's much appreciated. It uh, having the passes. Uh, Conrad Fondrick. He's my overall top 07. and just because he's from Minnesota, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so skilled. Uh. I like him more than Cole McKinney, Cullen Potter, Jack Murtaugh, Asher Barnett, William Moore, all those guys. Um, gave him a highest grade. Uh, yeah. He's going to get invited to camp and he's on the team, unless he declines,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which there's no way he would. He's such a great talent. You can always count about, at this level, seven or eight shots a game, high-quality shots. Um can play with intensity, very smart with the puck, great shot. So he's the for sure. He's Mm -hmm. like the one, he's the one Minnesotan that is for sure. The rest, it's up in the air. Mm -hmm. Uh, Will Bell, uh, like his his strength and skill. Um, Speed, probably not the fastest skater, but efficient. Thoughts on Will Bell or Fondrick? Uh, To
1: my recollection, I haven't seen Fondrick play. Or if I did, it was way back when. White Bear, probably Bantams. uh, Don't recall seeing him. Uh, Will Bell, one of my favorite kids from Shattuck. Saw him a lot earlier in the season.
0: Yeah he he he's one of those players and usually we don't we don't speak to players and it's no different with him um we used to do that quite a bit back in the day uh but you, you can almost feel um a hard-working vibe uh, sort of like a joyous vibe from him when he's out on the ice mm-hmm. um I just get that feeling like he's a team player. could be way off. Who knows? Maybe maybe it's the opposite, but he seems like a good guy to have around. Um, number three, uh, Cooper Simpson of Shakopee. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is so creative with the puck. Uh, toe drags, um, head deeks, dipping the shoulder to go around, and then stopping. Evaluating the play, shot he can get off from anywhere quickly, in limited space, works well in tight. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a lot if you think back to that Grant Bessie. But when you think back to Grant Bessie, don't think back to sophomore Grant Bessie. Think back to senior Grant Bessie. Mm -hmm. And that's Simpson. Now where he brings that in the future, we'll see. Um, but he's a great player to watch mm-hmm. so that's another one uh Maceo phillips it, these aren't in order they're just Maceo Phillips I mean he had a he was good in New York last year with a lot of these same kids playing against him. He's always done well in his age group. he's impressive. Great athlete. We'll see where it goes, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I guess with him, uh, all the tools are there.
1: I think it's just a matter of consistently putting it all together.
0: Right. Um, I know we talked about before about some of the penalties. Mm -hmm. Seems like those have been limited lately. Yep. And not like penalties take you out of it. Um, he's another one where I I see almost like there's almost like no chance he doesn't get an invite. Mm-hmm. Whether he makes the club, but, you know, that's a whole different story. Um, Jacob Kavazneka, I've been pleasantly surprised with him mm-hmm. more than just speed. He's good. Questions? No, I think. Speed and playmaking will be his hallmark. Yeah. but He, he doesn't embarrass himself in his own zone, plays hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's too much speed. Uh, next one is a guy that I haven't, I always kept him off the list for probably up until the Blades this last fall where it was like timeout. This guy's, it's Parker Duchesne mm-hmm. of, of Rodgers. Um, here's some notes over the last year on Rodgers and different performances. Um, number 11, Rodgers. This is when he's in Bantams. Quick comeback, very small, but involved in the play. Uh, another viewing. Made numerous touch passes through traffic. Love his vision. Smaller player. This is again Bantams Parker again impressed with his playmaking ability to create from nothing Uh, Another one size is small, but did not limit him in uh, Against the wall or dirty areas Uh, Now this is starting probably with the blades Uh, Was the best skater for the blades in this one showed some nice finishing and great play without the great plays without the puck Uh, Duchesne, great uh, skill against a top Chicago mission team. Shows he's right up there with those sevens. I think that one's from the showcase last year. Um, Showed how slippery he can be at the high school level. Older players uh, can't get a good body check on him. Uh, Duchesne, skating, base gives him great balance. Edge work also shining through. Um, I guess the only question, you know, invite, I think you have to invite him because of his skill level and talent, uh, and see how he matches up. Um, because for those, you know, just like anything, when you're constructing a team, you need to see who he's playing against mm-hmm. or, you know, so there's a, there's smaller players that are also skilled. You don't want a, a team full of guys that are under five ten playing in the USHL. It just, mm-hmm. you, you need size, you need strength. You just need different parts of the game. Um, but see how he matches up of like an Egan beverage from uh Chicago mission. Who's a, a smaller skilled player. Um, let see the, that's the, the joys about the national team development camp is you're watching stars, the stars of division one. And, you know, for some NHL of the future playing against each other in this camp, It's just it's great. So see where he stacks up. So I think you have to invite him to see, mm-hmm. um, and of course these guys don't get invited, big deal. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. You're gonna be playing in that league anyways in a few years and you can and you get the benefit for some of these guys of getting to stay back and, and playing for other things and making having another choice. So sometimes it's not always what it's cracked up to be.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess the one comment I'd add to him was uh, arguably most dynamic an exciting player i've seen this year.
0: Yeah. The stops and starts, that mm-hmm. the 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 jump he can get from a stand still just everything, his separation he can create. Now, you, you look at that with the cuz you need to gain separation. You need to have that if you're a little bit smaller of a player. Um, of course, historically and just through body types, smaller players move better. Better agility. It's easier everything's close, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, so that will be the the number one aspect they'll be looking at at camp is to see the separation against like a Asher Barnett, big defenseman or bigger, sturdy, solid defenseman, another mission guy, um, or going into a current uh, a, a corner or a bit playing out front against a Jack Murtaugh, who's another sort of sturdy, big built player, so um be fun mm-hmm. uh, but yeah I, I think he definitely and you're right he's he is dynamic and he's he's fun um i saw a a, a website recently that said like uh what did it say rising players among sevens. it's like parker Shane rising player they had him at like 140. Ugh. <laughs> You're slap the face. Mm-hmm. And I think what what get invited at the end? 48? Is that way to take the camp? Something like that? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. But I think that's something they'll correct here soon. I was seeing if it was wrong in the thing. Let's see if it but I I'm not sure. Um Mason Mo. On there. Mm-hmm. Uh Kinda quiet this year. You know here, you know. Sam Spihar. Now I haven't seen him since fall, so Mm -hmm. but I liked what I saw. That's a guy that too last year when he was playing for Chaska to be put in the national team development program talk. eh. I don't know. Um Last of the players I have, and some of these are still questionable, Garrett Lindberg. Mm-hmm. Um, the Elite League sealed it for me just on how composed he was, um, responsible. And a lot of that play would be directly what he would have to do next year for national team if he made the team. Mm-hmm. Like exactly the way you played in the Elite League this year. Translate that. Get pucks deep. Don't let, Don't worry about the pretty stuff early. Don't worry about the offense. And if you look at, other than Hudson on, like, the U-17 team, Hudson has an insane amount of points. But, like, all the other defensemen, I mean, it's eight, nine points this year so far, a mm-hmm. couple goals, if lucky. But, you know, stress the team defense part first. He's you know, But he has the offensive potential mm-hmm. and such a good puck carrier in Puck protection, so, but there's a lot others that are. Titan Burgesson, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really picking on Moorhead, getting a lot of Moorhead guys in there, um, and Zimmerman would probably be one of my leading ones for next year. Uh, McKinnon, mm-hmm. he's high up there for last. Gavin Core, Gavin Katz, mm-hmm. uh, Steinhoff. There, there's about 12, 15 guys. Mason Minor. I don't have all the guys in front of me, but there's so many right in that compartment that are, if they get an invite, well, no-brainer, right? mm mm-hmm. so Those are the guys I have so far. Um, I have a lot of Minnesotans with high rankings for USHL Phase 1 draft, which I think there was – 29 Minnesotans selected last year, I believe. Mm -hmm. So it's not always the top picks because a lot of USHL teams know they're not getting these prospects right away or some other kids. That is their option, their one and only option. Mm -hmm. That's that. Let's move along, Dave.
1: I guess one last thing to add, and we've mentioned it a number of podcasts ago, but kid that was invited to the camp but didn't make it and is now the prohibited favorite for Mr. Hockey is
0: Jason Shagabe. and exactly right it, it, and that's that's just one case mm-hmm. there's there's a bunch of others Shagabe is just one Jack Peart mm-hmm. I mean you instantly put yourself in a spot the invite's nice it is good to be on that list um, and go to camp both of those guys went to camp for shaga Bay, the the results weren't you know he scored tons of points in it mm-hmm. um, still didn't make it Peart didn't make it um but mm-hmm. yeah staying and then just evaluating your options because at this point you're you know you're young you're seven. 7 and it's everybody is just like this is what you got to do if you make it. Maybe you know deep down you're you're not ready. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's not what you want. And it, there used to be some, and may, I, and I could be way off. There could be numerous maybe still, but it seemed like back in, you know, there there would be some. No thank yous. Now it's it's no you're it's D one. Yeah, you're moving away from home. Everything else, but this is what you're doing because mm-hmm. that's whatever that's what you do you know, where deep down a kid might be like, I, I'm i comfortable here. I like, mm-hmm. I like waking up and being in the house with mom and dad. I like, mm-hmm. you know, what we do on road trips. I like being with my, you know, what you're losing out on. It's mm-hmm. huge. The, the sacrifice is made. So it might be better situations not getting this. And to me, I think there's got to be some parents too, man. Like if they don't get like, oh, good. We have Johnny home for, you know, we get to see him. You, know, you only get these years once, some of these kids. Mm-hmm. so,
1: And then at a lot of these camps, it can be, you know, who you're playing with, how quickly you can adjust, mm-hmm. what are the coaches looking for, or maybe you're just off your game a little bit. Something's going on. Maybe you're nicked up. Maybe you just don't play well or show that well. Or maybe you're a kid that needs a little time to adjust and get comfortable before you truly shine. Yeah, and you know, a lot of pressure.
0: So Yeah, I I can imagine there's a there's a portion of that. I mean how many players I mean Iserman got hurt last year during camp. Mm-hmm. But he was the best player when he was healthy during it. Um but I wonder how many it's that situation. Well like how many players aren't picked by the time they go to camp? Mm-hmm. How many? I, it'd be interesting to know. I and I know it's different each year. They watch these guys. I mean, we see them everywhere, constantly all year. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of these players that some of them that get invited are the ones that they want to see them in certain situations or looking for certain roles. Mm-hmm. Could be way off, <laughs> but or you know. You think going
1: in, there's so many spots for the team, but, you know, like you said, how many are already
0: chosen? Yeah. So you've seen, I've seen people in the, and my knowledge of this is not sitting in the arena. This is sitting on hockey TV, but I do watch it. <laughs> I do watch them numerous times. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially recently, USA Hockey has great camera views. I mean, they have, they have everything. They have the over the net. They have uh, announcers for a lot of these. Um, but watching them, but and sometimes there's guys like he had a great camp. How'd he get cut? And other times where it's like, oh I thought he laid an egg, but I guess he's on the team. Um yeah. But as anything, as we always stress, whether it's not getting drafted into A, B, C, D, down the line, not making this team, not making that team. Um all the way up if you don't get division one and playing division three, everybody acts like Ugh. oh you're a college athlete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're a college athlete. You know how cool that is? I mean it's awesome. So I don't know. Unbelievable. Any name like is there a name? My notes are, are limited here, but is there anybody that
1: nothing that to mind. I mean, that there's you there, there's missed. so
0: many others like Mason Jensen and and you know even with Duchesne, when you when you talk about him Jensen comes up with it right because mm-hmm. they've been on the same line and kind of worked together so well. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there, there's just so many of those players. So you, oh seven, as always, another good year. Mm-hmm. So no surprise from here. Uh Give us a scouting report, Dave. Gavin Girdler, yeah. Red Lake Falls. Yeah. Well. I take it you did not watch him at their home rink. No. Um, all right. So where is Red Lake Falls?
1: Uh north and west. Sort of by Thief River Falls. Done your homework. Mm-hmm. It's called show prep. You should try it sometime. <laughs> All right. What uh... I went in uh, blind, you know, just saw the scores, a bunch of points, 10th grader figured I'd go there and be, you know, small, nifty kid offense, you know, skates. Well, blah, blah, blah. You know, if you played in the Metro or for a bigger school, you know, you'd be good, but not great. And I came away pleasantly surprised. Uh, good size, skates well, tough to play against, and incredible shot. Quick release and gets it off with power and accuracy. So, you know, I'm not going to say he's going to, you know, be the next thing, but worth a second look and a name to keep in mind
0: for the future. Who would you see him play?
1: Uh, St. Paul Johnson. That's Phelan? Yep.
0: Oh, boy. It's a beautiful rink. Yep. I think that's high on the, didn't uh, the K-Fan guy put some uh, rankings out for kind of like a spoof? Yep. Wasn't failing up there, right? Mm-hmm.
2: How was how was
1: it? Uh, not a big parking lot. No. Circle, circle, parked a couple blocks away in the street. It's a hot ticket. Yep. Actually, surprisingly big crowd. Was it really? Yep. And it looks like Red Lake Falls travels well. Really? Yep. Probably about a quarter to a third of the stands were Red Lake Falls fans.
0: Nice. Is this the end of Johnson? Yeah. Is Is there a merger coming? Could be. Hmm. Interesting.
1: But one last thought about the arena. Uh, I don't think they've cleaned the glass in I don't know how how many years. Don't do
0: that to David. No. Well, I apologize. I'll get people out there. I'll make calls. Mm -hmm. Should I call? Sure. All right. Next time you're there. Usually one of the colder rinks in the metro. Yep.
1: Didn't seem too horrible.
0: How many are there, do you think, of that late 70s where they just started throwing those up? Oscar Johnson was one Mm fail. They've all turned into like different things. A lot of them. One's a figure skating. That one's over off of like Randolph. Um, Oscar Johnson, I think is like a, I don't know. They're starting to turn them into different things. Mm -hmm. There's probably about 20 of those around the Metro. Yeah. Very chilly. Um, does Red Lake Falls, I'm trying to look at to see. Hmm. Greenway, Johnson, Thief River Falls, would beat 4-1. to one. But they're on a streak. Maybe we could put something together, see them in the state. You never know. Or are they in Ro- – they're probably up with War Road, right? I'm not sure of their section yeah we'll get our stats guy on it make a note there um yeah he's he's a player that i wanted to see amongst numerous others from the northern part of the state where he, um you know i think maybe this performance is a guy that we might see next year at mm-hmm. the elite league and if not the year after that mm-hmm. just a sophomore correct yep nice Anything else on, uh, on him?
1: I think that about covers it.
0: Goalies. Mm-hmm. We've kind of had it, right, the, the talk? Mm-hmm. And it comes down to two. Slukinski? Yep. Ingman? Yep. Um, Who's your winner?
1: I'm going to go with uh, Slukinski. Yeah, I would
0: go Slukinski as well. That's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. There's nothing really to you know, we we're we were having a conversation before. War Road 3 Pete? Slukinski? Shogabay? Comstock? He could. He doesn't get enough credit. We've talked about that plenty. Mm-hmm. You know how I like small defensemen. Yep. So yeah. Chalk it up. Dang it. There goes more of my show prep. I was gonna I was gonna bring up um, how many of those NHL Minnesotans are defensemen are under six feet? Because Jordan Gross has been playing pretty well in mm-hmm. the in the NHL, and he what was? I think they have him at a generous five ten, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's he's not a he's a even when you see him out there, he's pretty he's pretty small. Um,
1: a so, product of Maple Grove,
0: yes. Great Maple Grove, but he was so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Cause he wasn't big, but he was he was sturdy, and he could throw a body check, and transport the puck. So, um, yeah, maybe next week I'll I'll break down that. But cause there's a lot of defensemen from the state. And where's Mikey Anders? What do you he think? He's probably about six feet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll go over some of these guys. Just cheap shotted Sid the kid too. Yeah, I saw that, and he got Sid ejected for the first time. Yep. I mean, that's great. Mm-hmm. That Talk about, you know, we started the show with that guy getting punched mm-hmm. and how that brings a smile to my face. Uh, Sidney Crosby's such a cheap well, – I'm sorry, I didn't say that. He's not a cheap player. Wow. He's so talented face wow. to the NHL. He, but he is cheap. All of his groin shots and everything. It, he hasn't done as much lately, but it's good to see him. On, uh, I didn't see the play. Was it dirty?
1: I uh, wouldn't say it was clean.
0: <laughs> Even better. It's worth it sometimes, getting the well, player's head, right?
1: I've always liked Mikey Anderson. So.
0: Yeah, well, of course. Um, Okay, I'm looking at Lindgren. He's not a big player. All right, there's some mammoths on here, too, for Minnesota D. But anyways, it can be done, all right? Mm-hmm. That was the point of that. I don't have to look anything up. Just trust me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah,
1: Dave, what else? Ryan Lindgren, though, like you brought up. Early on, Bantam career, changed the game with his physical play. His
0: open ice hitting. And for a smaller kid, strong, and he just battled. That Shattuck uh, team back then, that was the – Bantam or U14, that was a joy. That was the one with Clayton Keller. Mm-hmm. Correct? I'm not merging teams, am I? Good. Just be. say no. Um, they were fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But I get all those U14s, but that one was on the, the same club. Very fun to watch. Um, next week, we are going to do our section pick-ems. Mm-hmm. And do we have the same bet on the line as last year? a little pizza pizza shindig Did we do it for sections last year? Yeah, I, I paid up during the state tournament. Did you? Yes. I don't remember. In this very in this very location
1: I think I paid for those pizzas. <laughs> no. Uh-uh.
0: I think I you owe me out. pizzas. Oh. Yeah, well okay, it's on the, it's on the line again. Now I'll, I'll, I'll take a picture of the receipt this year.
1: So uh what happened to my regular salary of a Red Savoy pizza after games we that, go to? That,
0: well, that closed down, so that's gone. That gravy train's gone, and I'm not doing the the fake Red Savoys that wasn't on Seventh uh, Street. Just so doesn't that, taste the same.
1: There's no other uh, pizza places Pizzas? open.
0: Pizza place, uh, pizza shop in West Saint Paul. There you go. That's what you get. But is the bet on for ne- this this year? Yes. And I'll, I'll take a, a picture of the receipt and then. I don't know, email it to you for proof of transaction. For when you lose again?
2: Boy, that's, yeah,
0: I won't be. You know, I'm going to play it safe this year like you did. Number one seeds all the way through.
1: Well, you know, you have a natural advantage when you actually attend games and don't just watch them online.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ouch, ouch. Anyways.
1: You know, I can take pictures and pay attention to the flow of the game
0: that camera you gave me is like 25 pounds anyways we're getting off topic here we have that next week and that's pretty much uh all i can guarantee and state tournament yep and then bantam tournament yes yeah it should be a busy month so you have the state tournament you have bantam tournament then national team development camp and then you have high performance and then everything gears up for the ushl draft uh, then you have more high performance in St. Cloud, so yeah, it's a nonstop. It's a nonstop train all the way till next year of Elite uh, League, my unofficial start, as I've said in the past, mm-hmm. and that's what July thirty first around around there. So, so we got we got some. We, you you said last week it's crunch time. It is crunch time. Mm-hmm. It's time to go. All right. So that said, anything tonight on your docket?
1: Uh, no money. Yes. Not sure which games, but get out and see something.
0: There's tournaments in Blaine, I guess. There's numerous high school games. It's go time. It's now, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We dream about this all year. This high school season is about to come to an end.
1: Bantam Districts, too?
0: Can't forget about those? Down in Egan. Yep. Right. One of the locations. Correct? Well, districts before the regions. Yeah. And Egan as well. Yes. All right, Dave. We'll speak soon.